You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Buckaroos, and welcome to Comics with My Kids podcast, the official podcast for the Comics Corner Box. Blogspot.com. I'm your host, Matt D. With me today is Logan D. Well, listeners, this is our second episode for the summer reading promotion. That's right, Dad. And this summer, we, we've read the collected trade paperback book, Planet Hulk, by Greg Pack. Wow, that's a mouthful to say. I believe it's pronounced Pock, but I'll let it go. Pack, Pock. Piggity, Pockety, Pockety, Pooh. Okay, Logan, can you give us a brief summary of this book? We can dive into more details about this book. Let's just not give away anything. So this book is comes off from a book that I haven't read, um, but Hulk gets sent off into outer space to go to a different planet, but on his way there, he gets sucked into a portal and is thrown off course. And so... He lands on this different planet than where he's supposed to be, and he runs into um, these weird guys who look like humans, but they're red and they have little dangly things on their chin. And then they capture the Hulk, and they make him their slave, and they have him fight in the battle, battle arena. So first he starts off by fighting two giant, uh, like, sand... You know how they have sand sharks? This is basically sand kraken. Oh, nice. And um, he fought those off, and then he attacked the king and gave the king a scratch, and he was the first person to do that, and got sent to a place called the Ma. The Ma. Ma? How do you say Ma? that? Ma, yeah. M-A-W, which means a mouth. Yeah, so he, has, so he goes to battle this giant lovery creature, and he easily beats that. And then he has to move, and then he becomes a gladiator and moves on and destroys a lot of things. Now, when you say things, do you mean, like, other alien creatures? Yeah. Like, for example, to get a gladiator, he had to fight against other people to qualify. Gotcha. Otherwise, you die. Gotcha. So, did you happen to notice one of the people that he befriends? He doesn't befriend anybody. Are you sure? I thought there was a guy that he, uh, a couple people that he ends up becoming friends with, like that... <laughs> The insect-looking guy, and wasn't there a rock creature? Korg and Meek. Yeah. Now... Meek is weak. <laughs> I don't know if you remember from Thor Ragnarok, but this book no. helped inspire Thor Ragnarok, and that's where we saw Thor and Hulk battling on a planet that they called Sakaar, which is the same name of the planet that they use here in the book. Yeah, I did not notice that. Yeah, Korg was a, a, a rock creature in, uh, in Thor Ragnarok as well. He was, uh, Korg was voiced by a New Zealand director by the name of Taika Watiti. But in here we get to see Korg for the first time. What did you think of uh, some of these characters that, that the Hulk runs into, like Korg or Meek? I thought it was funny how um, the one character's name was Brood, and he comes from Brood World. Yeah. You know what's interesting about Brood? Brood is actually a lot like a xenomorph. Yeah, kind of. Well, well, it's a combination between a xenomorph and a triceratops. Yeah. Well, see, uh, the Brood were, were alien bad guys that the Shi'ar fought in the X-Men comics, and they were inspired by the xenomorphs, because they couldn't use xenomorphs because Marvel didn't have the rights to the alien franchise. 
So they came up with their own alien type creatures called the brood. And they did basically the same thing. They would infect someone with eggs, and then the eggs would rip out of somebody's chest, and then they would go across the uh, universe terrorizing other planets and eating up all the resources. Now, here's my question. Can it infect other things besides humans? Because if you remember in, Xen- in Alien 3, the Xenomorph actually infects the dog. Right, and then you get like a dog alien. Unfortunately, the, they don't have anything clever like that with the brood. The brood just turns into their normal cells. Hmm. They hatch into their normal cells. Because um, the way it works is like when a chestbuster comes out with an alien, it turns into this almost, it stands up like a human. It almost looks like a, maybe he, it looks like, it's got the general things of a human just with more added to it. Right. Where, and so when it gets mixed with a dog, then instead of taking those human genes to make it stand on hind legs, it can, takes part of the DNA from the dog. Yep, and then, then it comes quadruped. All right, Logan, let's head back to uh, Planet Hulk. So the Hulk's now a gladiator, and he's fighting his way up the ranks across uh, across dozens of aliens that have come into the uh, arena. What what other cool things did you uh, see that happened to the Hulk? Well, one of my favorite parts is when he's in the gladiator ring. Uh, the gear he gets, he gets this cool metal arm piece that goes all along his arm, and then it has spikes at the top. Yeah, that is pretty cool. It's like a nice shield protector for his, his left arm. Did you notice something else as he's doing all these battles with these aliens? That he doesn't die? Well, yeah, he doesn't die, but you notice he's starting to get like, kind of scarred up, and like at one point he's lost his hair. It's like he's definitely getting a lot of war wounds. He's not healing as fast as he used to back on um, planet Earth. Well, pre- well, for two reasons. One, because when he went through the portal, it drained his energy. And two, there's probably different air there. That could be it. Also, um, my theory is that he's not changing back into Bruce Banner. It seems like any time that he would change into Bruce Banner... um, He battles it. Yeah, but it allows the Hulk to, quote, heal. So when he changes back into the Hulk, he's now back to his full strength. So I find it interesting that we haven't seen Banner yet in the first two or three issues of uh, of this reprint. What do you mean? This is one issue. It's one giant issue. It actually collects, and I probably should have said this at the beginning, but... You probably should have told me this before the podcast. It's okay. Well, that would be important. I know. But the, uh, the book actually collects the Incredible Hulk issues 92 through 105, Giant Size Hulk number one, Amazing Fantasy number 15, and Planet Hulk Gladiator Guidebook. And something you should have told me before the podcast. Anyways. So, the Hulk's battling through. Is there another character that kind of shows up that used to be a hero that you recognize? Silver Surfer. Yeah. So, what can you tell me about uh, the Silver Surfer in this book? So, he's just like the Hulk. Um, what do you mean he's just like the Hulk? Is he green? No, he was... He's still the normal Silver Surfer. So for sur- whatever his name is, and he was surfing through the galaxy, I guess is the right words? Yes, because he surfs through the cosmos. And then he gets sucked into the portal and gets sent out there. Now when you say sent out there, you mean sent to planet Sakaar? Yeah. Okay. So now, while the Hulk is in the, the arena, we learn that the Silver Surfer is what, like, the best champion? I uh, think... Yes. Yeah, because he's kind of kicking butt and taking names. What, wait, what was the name they gave him? Don't remember, buddy. It was Silver something, I thought. 
Yeah, because he is silver. Which is funny because, ah, the silver savage. But it's funny because it kind of parallels what we see in uh, Thor Ragnarok. So when Thor falls on planet Sakaar and he becomes a gladiator, he runs into the Hulk in a similar manner that the Hulk is running into the silver surfer. Um, the Hulk shows up and Thor's like, surprised, oh, hey, it's the Hulk. We're friends. I know him. And then they end up fighting. Well, the same thing happens here. You know, the Hulk recognizes the Silver Surfer, and the Surfer fights him. Because the Surfer's being controlled. Yep. Now, what can you tell me that's kind of neat about the Silver Surfer in this battle gear? He has his surfboard attached to his arm. Yeah, because it's like a... Shield. Yeah, pretty cool, huh? Yeah, although he'd be really sad if it was destroyed. Yeah. What happens with the Hulk and Silver Surfer in their battle? I can't remember what happened. Well, they fought, and then at the end of the battle, something happens. I think their chest, that the chest thing fell off. Yeah, so all the gladiators and has like have this like um, little circle... Something slug. ...trainer bolt kind of thing that keeps them from rising up. And in the storyline... We learn that the, the, the little restrainer bolts uh, break or, you know, they they get destroyed. So that allows all the gladiators to be free, so they rise up against uh, the Red King. Or is it the Red Emperor? I can't remember his name. I think it was their... I think they call them both. Okay. So yeah, so the gladiators rise up and they escape, and now they're planning on as being a resistance to the Red King... And what's cool is we learn that um, if the um, Hulk bleeds anywhere, then a little plant grows in its place. Oh, really? And plants don't grow on there anymore. What do they call the Hulk? Green Scar. Yeah, why do you think they call him that? Because he scarred the king. Yeah. All right. So now um, now the Hulk's kind of leading a rebellion. And... He's also made a couple friends in the guard from the guards. Do you remember the the one woman's name? No, but it's like the Emperor's Shadow. Yeah, does that happen? I think that happens later on because I see that she's still working against him. But eventually, I want to say he rises up. Yeah, after she does some like crazy magic spell on him. Yeah, which he survives. Yep, and then she realizes that he's this great warrior. They can't die. Yeah. And then the reason why she joins him is because... So her backstory is there's these things called spikes. And they're what um, killed her or her family. Then when the king or the red emperor or whatever you want to call him unleashes spikes onto everybody, then she gets mad and she fights back. Gotcha. Do the spikes hurt the Hulk? Uh, they try to. They've infect. They infect his back, but they can't take control of him, and he uh, burns it off. Pretty violently too. It's amazing how much um, how much alien blood and stuff, and the Hulk's blood gets mixed all over the place. And yeah, I see here what you mean about uh, you know the plants rising up at, at at his whenever he bleeds. I see like some green bean shoots or something coming out of the ground. Those look like green bean. Yeah. Well, now, Logan, is there anything that this kind of parallels in history that you know of? This whole story of Hulk rising up as a gladiator and then um, taking over battling the Red King? No. You don't remember anything from history? No. What about Spartacus in Rome? Do you remember that? 
Mm, Spartacus, Spartan, no. Okay. The, I, the name sounds familiar. Yeah. Well, Spartacus was a gladiator warrior who rose up and uh, fought against the Roman soldiers, and he led a rebellion trying to overtake and, and get and, and become free. Eventually, he was overtaken by the Roman soldiers because they're just, there's so many of them that the emperor squashed their rebellion. Isn't there, isn't there like a movie about it called like 666, I think it was? No, you're thinking of, um, you're thinking of 300 and Sparta and I'm talking about Spartacus, which is was oh. later on in Rome. But yeah, there's a couple movies about Spartacus. Let's see. So now Hulk pretty much takes over the planet, right? Yeah. And then he also falls in. Well, I would. Yeah, I'd say he falls in love. Who's he falling in love with? The Emperor's Shadow. Yeah. So they they become a couple, and then while well after the Hulk took over uh, the planet, there's uh, there's something that one of his friends I want to say it was Meek found out. Um, and Brood. Yeah. They're meek and Brood were both there. What did they, what did they discover? Oh, uh, that the ship's gonna blow? I mean, the ship's gonna blow. Doesn't the ship blow up? I would say they found, they found the Hulk ship and they, they learned the recording that the Hulk had from, uh, Doctor Strange, Mr. Fantastic, and Iron Man. Yeah. And they, they go back and they play it, they get him and then they play it to him for him because he apparently had amnesia for a while. Oh no, he did not. They thought he did. Yeah. And then he gets angry and he destroys the uh, the recording. And then we should leave the rest for them to find out. Okay. So yeah, it's a it's a really cool story. So Logan, what did you think of the uh, the artwork in the story? Um a little gruesome. A little gruesome? So there's several different artists that did this because it collects several different issues. Um, so we have Aaron Lepresti who you did a lot of it. Uh, some Gary Frank and Carlo Paella. Pa- Paella? Pagulana. I'm sorry if I butchered that name. But, uh, yeah, it's a very classic Hulk. It's not quite um, drawn like the stuff we've seen in the early 60s and that. And it sh- at one part, it showed an earlier comic book, and I saw um, Mr. Fix-It. Oh, yeah. Because they kind of talk a little bit about his different iterations. Yeah, I would say I really like the artwork. Definitely got, a, especially when it comes to the alien creatures. Uh, Aaron Lepresti definitely, definitely gives a lot of cool details, like a lot of veins and kind of like this bulbous ick. Bobby. Icor, I guess you would call it. All right, is there anything else you want to mention about uh, Planet Hulk? That the way they use the Hulk in this is my favorite version. Oh, because he's green and he smashes a lot. And big, I like his gladiator suit more than all the other Hulks that they've ever done. Yeah, it is a really cool design, especially with the uh, the arm bracer. Yeah, that, that's protects his, <laughs> his body. That's probably the best part. Okay, Logan. So, on our normal scale of buy, borrow, or bust, what would you put the Incredible Hulk, Planet Hulk? Buy. Buy. You. Uh, you know what? I would definitely say it's a buy, especially for a Hulk fan. It's uh, it's definitely a big chapter in the Hulk's uh, story, uh, and it definitely sets up a lot of uh, a lot of basis for some future characters that show up later on. Great, uh, great fun read. Definitely pretty violent, 
but still fun, fun to read, and the art is just crazy beautiful. And there's a lot of cool splash, a lot of cool splash pages, a lot of cool action and fighting sequences. Um, speaking of Logan, since this is a buy book, what's some of your favorite art sequences in that book? What what's some of your favorite scenes that, that was in uh, in the story? Favorite scenes. So I'm just flipping through the book in my pa- in my head. Okay. I don't think I really have any favorite scenes. Oh really? Well, I'm gonna tell you one of mine. My favorite one is when we inter- when we first see the Silver Surfer in his full regalia as the Savage Surfer or the Silver Savage. You know, he's got his surfboard on there, and like all the lines are clean. You can see like all the detail to his uh, his mace. And, you know, the, the physicality of him, he's got these big, broad shoulders, and he still looks kind of lean like a surfer would. It's just a really cool uh, image. And, in fact, I think I'll throw that image in our show notes for, uh, for this episode. All right, well, I don't have anything else I want to say about this book other than, like you had said, it's definitely a buy. So what do you think, buddy? Is there anything else that we want to mention about uh, Planet Hulk? It's the last time to do so before we move on to our next book in the summer reading program. Uh, no, nothing else I want to mention. All right. Well, then, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Okay, folks. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Comics My Kids Podcast. Check out more episodes at thecomicscornerbox.blogspot.com. Leave us a rating or review at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Podchaser. Follow us on Twitter for all our episode posts and news at Comics with Kids. Also check out our Facebook page, Comics with My Kids. Awesome. And finally, you can email our show at the Comics with My Kids Podcast at gmail.com. And we'll put your name in a drawing for some free comics. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of our summer reading promotion. Check out our website for the full list of summer books and then read along with us and send in your opinion. Yeah, you can click the, the voice message link on our website post or send us an audio clip and we'll play it on our show. Thank you and have a good night. Good night. Or morning. Or afternoon. Or midnight. Also, check out our Facebook page, Comic With My Kids. One more time, comics. That's what I said. You said, the second time you said comic.